And hello! Welcome back to Feeling... Content! How you doing, Brad? Oh, I'm good. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. It's uh, Is this our first Saturday morning episode? Uh, Well, for a while. Saturday, We've been we... doing a lot of Sundays. That's true. A lot of afternoons, but this is our first Saturday afternoon in a while. I love it. I love it. Well... Morning. Afternoon well, for me, morning for you. Well, we... uh. We have someone else on the line, don't we? Oh, we do. We uh, mentioned this last week, or last episode, but we have our friend Andrew on. Andrew, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, this is Andrew, and uh, <laughs> I've <I'm, laughs> uh, obviously known you guys for a while, and I'm excited to do the show with you. Big fan. Very big yeah, fan. We're excited, Probably too. the number one fan. <laughs> maybe uh so you're the listener our dear listener you're the listener that we've been talking to this whole exactly. time <laughs> i love it and andrew where are you just so we know because bro, they, the listener knows where bro oh yeah i'm in san diego california wonderful san oh, diego nice. love it yeah all over the map and now yeah well now i'm, I'm pretty close to andrew now only an hour and only yeah, an it hour doesn't matter COVID. yeah doesn't matter if you're a mile away. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we could be we could be next door neighbors. That I wouldn't. We're see. we're a thousand mile apart, but right now we're right in the same room. <laughs> Poignant, Brad. Yeah. Anyways, well, let's get started. So, like we said in the last episode, Andrew is a big fan of reggaeton, which is not reggae. It's not dance hall. It's something completely different. Um, but we are going to get into the album Aura? Aura. Aura? Aura. Andrew, I mean, you... Just like in English, aura? right? You have like an aura around you, right? Yeah. It's aura. aura. That's what I thought. Yeah, but I have to say, guys, I, I, I can hear how Osuna says it on his, on the tracks. And he, he says, he, like, says he says, Aura. That's true. So, okay. Just saying. Well, actually, before we get into Aura, or however you say it, Can I can't... Just, just, I like get a like, w start the show with, like, it's going to be butchered Spanish the whole way through, and we could just apologize up front, and then that's it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think that's fair. And Even and, though we all took, like, four years of Spanish, right? Roughly. I, I did live in Spain, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and actually, before we get into the album, let's talk a little bit about reggaeton. Yeah. The French reggaeton. <laughs> um, so, Andrew, do you want to lead us off on a little bit of the history of yeah, reggaeton? Yeah, happy or? to. Um, so, I, I'll give you guys a brief anecdote, actually. I was in Puerto Rico in 2018, late 2018, and, you know, just driving around in a rental car, and you know, automatically you put the radio on, and, like, the only thing playing is reggaeton, then... It, uh, and Azuna being, you know, one of the, the really big stars at the time, and I mean, obviously still is. And, um, you know, it really got me excited about the genre. It's exciting to me because Spanish is, it's literally the biggest language in the world, and there's a lot of good content. And uh, reggaeton in particular originated out of Puerto Rico in the 90s. I think everybody probably recognizes the name Daddy Yankee. He kind of took it from, yeah. took it from this... Uh, Dame las yeah, exactly. He took it from this like kind of underground <laughs> thing where kind of you know, in the ghettos and the barrios where it's just kind of like underground music that 
wasn't very mainstream. He really took it to, you know, took it to the mainstream. Good, got good uh, production values, and obviously audience in the United States, big Spanish-speaking population, a lot of Puerto Ricans. Uh, not to say that Puerto Rico is not part of the United States, but it's a, you know, it's got a special territory status. Um, and yeah. really, it's like, you know, it's kind of it's evolved a lot since since the 90s and right now i think we're in kind of this really unique um phase of reggaeton and that's what makes it so exciting and interesting because there's a lot of really big artists ozuna being the biggest um maybe closely tied by um unwell who's actually on this album and i think we're going to play a little bit of of that song later and yeah, I mean, those are the two big artists, and you know, like I said, it, it's it's a genre that's gotten a lot of popularity. There's been a lot of artists that are in the reggaeton genre who do crossover music with you know a bunch of other big artists, and they've got a lot of popularity. I think uh, everybody knows Despacito with uh, uh, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Um, well, um, yeah, and uh, you mentioned that it started in the 90s and like the barrios and stuff. And something that I read in the beginning is it was like banned in Puerto Rico yeah. because it, it was like almost like gangster rap or like it was just a lot of I don't know, it was like people passing around tapes of like this underground you know, music. And it, I think this is a trend with like, yeah, with like, I mean, whatever type of you know, hip hop or like whatever is the, the genre of music in uh in whatever like the the poorer neighborhoods are it's always kind of like you know been oppressed whether it be in the united yeah. states and like you know, yeah it's also i mean late 80s and early 90s of like gangster rap um and then you have like in brazil a similar thing with uh uh you know kind of similar style of just you know hip-hop uh called prohibidao which was like you know it literally means prohibited it was like prohibited music and if you were caught playing it you went to jail kind of thing is because it was funded by the by the gangsters in Brazil, and it's just like this is a common theme I think uh, around the world where that type of music kind of gets uh, oppressed by the government. Just like in Puerto Rico, if you were, you know, a lot of this reggaeton music early on, it was literally illegal. Like you weren't allowed to play it, you weren't allowed to sell it, and it was like people passing around cassettes, and that's how it made its way around. Yeah, strong strong parallels to to gangster rap in the United States and like to the point where it's like even like the politicians on in Puerto Rico are are like taking sides and at one point I think like the you know governor elect or something that used to be anti reggaeton like decided to put it in her campaign for she was running for higher office or something and all of a sudden she took off Uh, one thing that I when I was digging into it but thought was super interesting was because it seemed to have such a such a um, obviously, what you said, Andrew, Spanish is the um, most well, uh, most spoken language in the world, and it's got this huge audience. And you look at streaming numbers now, and like you look at like Bad Bunny, he's like at the top of the charts. And I think people, Americans, maybe know of him now, but most probably know. And um, and one of the interesting things that I heard was that one of the reasons why it took off, reggaeton took off so late in the United States, was just hard to. It was hard to for us to hear it because in those markets, um, the financial systems and banking systems were such that folks didn't have credit cards. And so when these when early iTunes came out and everyone was getting their music through iTunes, 
like that music might have been on there, but it wasn't reaching top charts because the people that really knew it and who were fans of it weren't actually buying it um, and weren't actually playing it through there. So when YouTube came out and YouTube became a popular streaming music service, like it was kind of a workaround for a streaming music service, then everyone realized, holy shit, like these videos or these like this music is like 20 million, 100 million views and it started to spread around a little bit. So I thought that was super that interesting is. that it almost missed an era based on like the economic um, and financial uh, situation of the countries that it was born out of. Interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't. Thanks for that fact, cool. Michael. So um, we got a lot of history. <laughs> I think that was a great background. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Brad. Um, <laughs> let's get into... <laughs> Thank you, Brad. Uh, let's get into the album by Azuna. Um, so, this album is a 2018 album. It's called Ara. Ara what doesn't matter? Ara, Aura. whatever. Um, A-U-R-A. Um, it's the second of four albums by Azuna. Um, and, Michael, why don't you play up one of the singles from the album? All right, yeah, this is Devolva May, and this is the uh, the single off the album, Andrew Chose. Yeah, so that was Devolva May, and um, like I said, like uh, Michael said, this was one of the singles. There were actually a ton of singles. We'll go through that later in the episode. <laughs> So that's a little, a little taste. Just a little, a little taste. taste of what it was. Um, so let's get into our reviews of the album, our one sentence reviews. Um, Andrew, give us give us your review. Yeah, my one sentence review is it's a it's a hit reggae album, reggaeton album that anyone can listen to, whether or not you speak Spanish or not. Perfect. I like that one, Michael. A collection of well-produced and performed songs that will consistently have you dancing by accident, which is a good thing, but also wondering if you already had heard the song that's playing. I like that one. All right, my uh, one-sentence review is a fun introduction to reggaeton that seems to be a more relaxed approach to the genre compared to artists such as Daddy Yankee. Yeah. Bad Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Agree with that. Um, All right. So there are a few singles, well, a good amount of singles, and uh, we're going to go through those. Uh, there was La Modela, Unica, Vena Loca, Mi Dijeron, and then Comentale, Devuelvame, and Quiero Mas. Are we going to play um, additional singles? We have some. Yeah, let's do it, Michael. Cue it up. All right, well, so Andrew's here was Pasado y Presente. I'm gonna play a little, play a little snippet. So this is Andrew. oh is that us? Oh yeah, that's right. So uh, sorry, I got a little ahead of myself. Um, so um, what we do on this segment, dear listener, is we list the sing- singles and then we go through the album and say if you could choose more singles, what would you choose? Um, so Andrew, Michael already gave a spoiler alert, but. Andrew, it sounds like, did Pasado y Presente. And so we're going to hear a snippet of that. Right. Right. <laughs> 
Nice. Um, so, Andrew, why, why don't you tell us why you thought that one should be another single? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's probably because Unwell is one of my favorite artists, and if I hadn't, uh, you know, suggested this album to to review, then I probably would have chosen one of his. And he's he's a, he's a big star in in the reggaeton world. He's also kind of more of like a trap artist, so like mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more rap e than uh, than Ozuna. But uh, I really yeah. Like I wonder him. if did do you know if he had anything on the production side? Uh, I know he was in jail uh, most of the time this <laughs> album was being produced, and uh, then he, Azuna actually waited for him to get out of jail so he could uh, get in and you know, record some songs with him on, That's uh, awesome. on this album. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like a lot of when I was going through this, and I'll get to my the song that I added, but a lot of the songs could have been singles, just because to me a lot of them sound. They're very easy. They're they're like easy listening. They're also really fun and dancey. It's like it's hard, like they they could all kind of like bring up a party or I don't know, like make make people make yeah. people get in this like the mood that I think all the songs are trying to achieve. It's a long album, but it has a lot of depth. Yeah, and I don't want to ruin your guys's uh, you know your, your structure of your your show here. But the other one that I could have added was Ibiza, and I'm sorry for bringing this up kind of last minute, but I didn't really yeah. I didn't even realize yeah, that this yeah. wasn't a. Uh, a single yeah but, uh, that was that was a it's a really good album a really good song and romeo santos if you don't know him uh you should look him up because he's uh he's a big deal in the spanish-speaking uh you know music world all right yeah. so michael if you could choose another single yeah which one would it be yeah and mine was hola and it felt like for a name for name alone like Everyone knows what Ola means. So why didn't <laughs> yeah, they why yeah. didn't they choose this one? And because all, all American <laughs> singers just needs one word to like sing along in the yeah. dance floor. They just like Ola. Anyways, I'll let it go. <laughs> Well, so yeah, I it, could totally see that as a single. It's good vibes. It's good vibes. So, any other reason besides that it's a very uh, catchy and easy word that it was a single for you, Michael? No, I think that's reason enough. I don't know how else they decide to choose singles, but anything that's catchy, I think they should put on. So, this is an album full of singles in a weird way, except for a few, which we will probably cover later. Yeah. Um, so for my additional single, I want to hold off a little bit because um, it's also my favorite song. Um, I don't want to spoil it. Right. And um, yeah, we'll get back to it. Um, but we kind of already talked about the history of reggaeton, but we're going to give some fun facts about this particular album. So Andrew, what, what fun fact do you have? Um so mine is actually on one of the singles Cardi B sings Spanish fluently in La Modelo and it's actually because I, I always just assumed that she was you know your traditional like African American like you know American American but she's actually half uh, Dominican like Dominican Republic and I think right. the other half is like Trinidad and Tobago uh, it's like where her dad is from and so Interesting. she speaks Spanish fluently and like she's actually more like She's actually insecure singing in English, is what she said in an interview. So I was actually just like kind of shocked 
because uh, I didn't know that about her, and I thought it gave me a lot more respect for her because it's just like, wow, it really shows that she can do a lot uh, with her music. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she's really you know, impressive singing in, in Spanish or singing about her WAP. I enjoy that song a lot. <laughs> WAP, <laughs> but it's <laughs> WAP. Um. Anyways, nice. Uh, that is a good fact. I did not. I didn't know about that. Um. Michael, what's your fun fact? Yeah, so I I, I felt like it, it was interesting to me that it was impressive more on Ozuna's side that so he released his first debut album Odyssey Odyssey. I'm not sure exactly how to Odyssey. say it. Let's yeah, just call let's it Odyssey. Odyssey. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you saved me. And and it it blew up. And that next year he he um, he swept the uh, Billboard Latin Music Awards, which uh, which I was perceiving to be a really really big deal in the Latin music world. So the Billboard Latin Music Awards, big deal. And then he won the Best New Latin Artist at the iHeartRadio Music Awards. And so within within a year, or even between the release of Odyssey and and that and all that success, he released. Aura. and so I just you know it's pretty clear that this guy is uh, this guy's talented and he he kind of knows what the people want so I thought that was cool sweet thanks for that fun fact sorry just that? There, but you know you said you said that Aura was released yeah it was released like you know really shortly thereafter after his first hit album and when I was in Puerto Rico it was late 2018 literally every single street like you, billboards and like you know signs and stuff and you just see the album cover uh, and like a picture of Ozuna was like plastered all over San Juan. That's awesome. <laughs> so That's awesome. He's a he's a big deal in, in Puerto Rico. Nice. How about you, Brad? Okay, so my fun fact, and it's more about Ozuna than uh, the album, but I didn't know this. There's a song called Taki Taki, and you may have heard it. It kind of got some airplay in the states. Um, in like mainstream radio mm-hmm. um it's it was dj snake uh azuna and selena gomez and cardi b so it was kind of a all-star cast of a song and uh, i did, i had no I, i'd heard it before and i didn't even know there was another guy on it i mean i knew i didn't know it was azuna so anyways that was my fun fact nice andrew do you have any in, insight on talkie talkie just from uh. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't have any like you know specific insight other than I thought it was very interesting that Selena Gomez. I always just assumed that she would be able to have like a good verse in Spanish because I mean, I mean her last name is Gomez, but like <laughs> not a good verse in Spanish. But then like Cardi B comes in there and like she can sing like perfectly in Spanish, and I just right. that was also another thing. I was also just like shocked that you know she was doing such a good job, and uh, I just you know I thought I just yeah I just I just thought that. Uh, it was really interesting that all around I'm just impressed with Cardi B and I guess all the stuff that she's done with Azuna. Nice. All right, on to our, this is a fun question. Uh, Andrew, how would you recommend the listener to experience this album? That's a pretty easy question, uh, just on a beach in Puerto Rico because that's <laughs> exactly how it's supposed to be consumed. That sounds nice. nice. Michael, what about you? Um, I said on vacation and, and ideally in a time and place where a little dancing would be acceptable. And I feel like on a beach in Puerto Rico would, would fit that bill pretty, pretty, uh, nicely. Okay. Nice. Well, 
That is exactly what I put down, a combination of both of yours. I said, like, out on beachside bar, maybe with a little dance floor. Totally. Because I, I feel like I can't yeah. not dance a little bit when I'm listening to most of these songs. Well, we've been dancing when we've been playing the snippets. That's true. We and, have. Uh, <laughs> we have. And uh, I, I said beach, like, it doesn't seem like, like a club album with, with, like, Daddy Yankee seems like a club right. reggaeton album. And I think... From what I've heard in Puerto Rico, a lot of the clubs play reggaeton, and it's, like, really fun and a lot of energy. And this album has a lot of energy, and you can definitely dance to it, but it's not, like, for me, at least, it doesn't seem like club music. So, if you guys want a cool fact about the genre in general, uh, so, obviously, the music is called reggaeton, but, like, when, like, you know, people dance to it, and especially in Puerto Rico, it's called... uh, I'm going to butcher it, but Periando, which, I mean, you can kind of understand, like, where the name is coming from, like, Pero, dog, and it's, like, it's basically, like, twerking in English. Okay, okay. That's kind of, like, the dance, you know, that, like, is supposed to go to it, and, um, I mean, that's what, like, that's what the club scene in Puerto Rico basically is, from my understanding. Oh, you didn't go? No. I, I mean, I had a young child. It's kind of hard to go to. The <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be the cool dad. Take, a, take, a, take the kid to the club. Yeah, take the kid to the club, Andrew, and do some periendo. I can't believe. Come on, cool dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is another fun question just because we get to see the other side of the album. So, uh, Andrew, were there any songs that you struggled to feel, um, weren't exactly vibing with? Um, uh, Haciendolo is mm-hmm. probably the the one that I, I have the hardest time in. And it's not that I don't like it. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's not for me. And it's, the funny thing is, it's got Nicky Jam on it. And I think Nicky Jam is really talented. And he does, like, a lot of good songs. And it's just, this song, it just it happens to not do it for me. Hmm. Well, I'm going to play right. a little snippet. Well, do we have a snip? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on that note, I'm going to play, play it for the listeners. <laughs> One second. Te busco en todas partes, tu Instagram no lo suelto, no tienes que preocuparte, yo solo callo y espero, es un secreto lo que hacemos aquí. I almost wanted to keep it going. Uh, <laughs> I know, I, so I, I like that song, but um, you know, everyone has their own opinion, obviously, and uh, I respect Andrews. But I like the little, it's got like an actual kind of reggae bass or riff like that do 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 and that's i don't know i kind of like that one but michael did you have kind of changing gears michael do you have uh, a song that you were struggling with yeah um comentale and it features akon and i just thought akon wasn't that exciting um get out of the album akon uh i'm gonna give you a little <laughs> snippet <laughs> I mean, that says it all. That's the most exciting part of the song. I feel like I feel like the Akon. I was reading a little bit about it, and Osuna was giving him credit. Like, look, I'm not gonna. Akon's great, and Akon is can sing in English really well. I just don't think that I'm really feeling. He's really giving me a whole lot of zest when he's 
when he's singing in Spanish, and it's just kind of boring. So, comentale. You know, it's That's funny fair. about that song, that song in particular, because I hadn't heard it until uh, we were talking about doing this podcast, and you know, I really had to study the album. And I, you know, I, I I admit that it's not like a, it should, definitely shouldn't be a single or anything like that. But you know, I, I found it kind of catchy. I mean, it's, it's it was worth listening to. I thought. Um, this is funny opinion. everyone you know <laughs> opinions man that's that's what this is all about that's why we talk about it yeah so okay my struggling to feel and i can't believe you guys didn't struggle to feel this one because <laughs> i so there's like when i listen through the whole album every once in a while i was like okay this is fine but um it just i felt like it really didn't fit with the album and it wasn't fun so michael play the snippet <laughs> um, so yeah, that was Montana. No, <laughs> or Monotan, Monotania. Uh, m- mono, I, I don't know. I think it's Monotania. Monotania. There's no accent on it. Like though. monotony. Yeah, it's like monotony. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Brad, I mean, I, I yeah. get it. But isn't isn't this an outro basically? No. No, I think it's no. like in the that middle. Was the... Well, it's like there's like a couple. Oh, you're right. I think the the next few songs are like our extras, bonus songs. I didn't uh, consider that. That Brad, I have. So when when I was listening to it for the, through for the first time, I was driving and Monotonia came on, and I was like, I kind of like this, like little love song. And then I listened to it <laughs> multiple times, and then I was like, yeah, this is way out of place, but I don't mind it. That's fair. Um, I I feel I actually feel kind of the same way, but I think the intro is kind of funny and uh, <laughs> like doesn't fit with the rest of the album. But it kind of um, it kind of picks up later in the song. I just I wanted to play that intro because I thought it was funny and it definitely kind of throws me out of the album every time I listen to it. Um, but yeah. Anyways, it, it's this funny. is. I keep saying we're in fun sections, but this is the really fun section. Um, the whole thing is a fun section. Everyone gets to give their favorite song. Um, so, Andrew, what was your favorite song? Um, I'm going to say Unica is my favorite song. Because, I mean, it's Ooh. just a, it's a great song. Do we have a snippet for that? We do. One second. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel Great like choice. this is one of those. Yeah, I, I feel like this is one of those songs that, it's. It, it was one of the songs that like kind of introduced me to not just the album but to the genre, and um, yeah, I mean I think that it's it's just a song that anybody can can enjoy. Yeah, sounds like you have a little nostalgia for it too, maybe. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I like that. I like that track. That was a good one. Yeah, Michael, what uh, what track was your uh, number one? Mine, Anke Me Porte Mal, and uh, it was one of the few things I decided to look up since it is my favorite track. It means, although I behaved badly, and I think it's, 
I think it's him. Either he cheated or he. Well, maybe he didn't cheat. Maybe he didn't. Be, maybe he didn't behave that badly. But he, it's like a song about him. Like, I I love you. Whoever you know, presumably the girl that he's with. Um, anyways, I'll I'll go ahead and play a snippet. <laughs> And I'm cutting that right before his the hook, but I love his little yeah. his little rhymes and and his, the rhythm in that song. It's it gets me going. It's you know I was going through trying to create snippets, and I'm sure you guys were the same way. It's like, oh, wish you could just play the whole song. <laughs> totally. Um, and you know this is one of the cool things about this. I was just going to say, I mean, you're talking about this is the one song that you kind of looked up and you should really look up, uh, there's a website called like Lyrics Translate and it's great because it'll have like the lyrics uh, like side by side written in Spanish and then the translation in English next to it so you can understand both like what it's what's being said in Spanish and then you know what it, what it actually means. So um, if you actually like go through and like you listen to it or if you like you, if you don't understand the the lyrics pretty much everything he like sings about it's it's all like pretty like pg or at least like pg 13 and uh, i think he said in one of his interviews that there's nothing in the albums like none of the music that he does is stuff that he doesn't want his kids listening to which i i liked about it yeah that's cool yeah so are you playing it are you playing it for your kids yeah yeah, yeah it plays all the time i love that <laughs> they don't have a choice love that <laughs> all right brad you're up Favorite song? Yeah, so like I mentioned, I wanted to hold off on my additional single because it was my favorite song. Um, but another spoiler alert: it was also Andrew's additional single, so I didn't want to like double double dip. Um, so yeah, mine was Pasado y Presente, and Michael, why don't you uh, cue up the the clip? There you go. <laughs> So I really like, and you mentioned this, Andrew. It's kind of got a trap beat on it. Um, I I really like that one. Uh, I that was the one when I was listening through the album that I was like always got excited for, and uh, was really bobbing my head too. So well, it was it was a fun, definitely a fun album to listen to. Definitely different than yeah anything we typically listen to. At least at least Brad, you and me. Yeah, and. I'll have to say I went in a little skeptical and I think the first listen or like the first couple songs, I'm like, all right, this is okay. And then after like going through the album, um, I don't think it was even like a second listen. I think it was just like the middle of the album. Like, okay, I, I get this. This is really good. And then I like listened to it nonstop for a couple weeks. Um, so thank you, Andrew. I appreciate the introduction. Yeah, I'm glad you guys liked it. Cool. Well, let's get into it. The end of our podcast. Andrew, how many cups of fee would you give this album? Uh, this is a difficult question for me, but I, I would probably say I give it a nine. It's probably one of my favorite albums out there. So, you know, it's, it's 
pretty high up. Nice. That is high up. Yeah, no, and on our scale, I mean, anything above a seven is pretty good. So nine is nine is up there. I like that. Michael, what's your how many cups of tea you give this album? So I don't want to disappoint. I feel like I'm going to disappoint Andrew here, but hey, this is the whole point of the pod. I, <laughs> I, oh, I'm gonna. This is my disclaimer. I really like a lot of these songs. The problem with me is when I'm listening through this, I just get lost and it feels a little monotonous to me because I, it feels like the, the beat <laughs> and the, the beats are around the same and I'm like, am I in the same song still or am I out? So to me, the album listening experience wasn't so wasn't so great. Um, so I gave it a five, five cups of fee out of 10. But I respect, I respect Aura, or I mean, I respect Osuna and, uh, and I'm definitely going to be carrying Anke Me Porte Mal with me um, from this album. And hey, you know, this is my first foray into reggaeton. And maybe this is the start of something big. <laughs> so I love this. But you know, anyways. what's funny is I'll, I'll agree with you actually on, on the album itself. Like maybe this isn't like a really like an album kind of genre in general. Right. And, I was just going to uh, say I that. Understand where you, where I understand where you're coming from. Like you can still like the genre. You can still like a lot of songs. And then. Just say like, well, you know, this album wasn't great, and you know, I I completely understand where you're coming from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I think we even recommended doing having you make a playlist for us, um, but we wanted to stick with the traditional "What You Feeling" album that we do and uh, that format, and also kind of have a condensed introduction to the genre. But I could see I'm kind of the same way. I thought the album was a little long and. A lot of the songs sounded the same. But on that note, I really liked it. I'm glad it was long. And I uh, I, I liked I liked what I was listening to. I gave it a seven and a half, which for me that's good that's a pretty good score. That is good. That's a really good score. I mean it's fun. It's Better definitely fun. Five. It, hey, look, there's there's <laughs> better than a five. There there's I don't know if there's an album on that we've listened to really well, there's certainly no album that we've listened to or talked about on the show that makes you dance as much and dancing is one of the funnest things you can do so i gotta give it yeah. to gotta give it to reggaeton for that yeah best dance album of what you of uh feeling content so <laughs> well should we it wins that award should we um should we close with our what you feelings brad yeah, so uh, Andrew, I want to thank you for joining the podcast, but Michael and I are going to close up with our What You Feelings for next uh, episode. Yeah, thanks for having um, me on. And if you, yeah, have any com- no if, you have any, if you have any comments on our What You Feeling, pre- preliminary, you, you can let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Michael, what's your What You Feeling? All right, I'm excited, Brad. Going a little classic yeah. rock on you and pulling something out from the, from the old bin. Breakfast in America by Supertramp. Ooh, I see. I'm not. I haven't gotten into Supertramp, so I'm actually excited for this. All right. Um. How about, um so mine. What you feeling? Um. So mine's kind of a throwback, but not a throwback. Okay. Um. So mine is. The Gorillas. Well. Song Machine Season One. Uh, strange times. Well, with a Z. Well, have you even? Did you know this album came out? I had it's, no idea. It's new. I had, it's new. It's, I had no it's idea. 20, yeah, it's a new album, but like, 
and gorillas have stayed pretty relevant, I think. In I mean, maybe not as much as when like Clint Eastwood and uh, yeah, Feeling middle Good school came days. out. Yeah. But uh, this album is. Well, we'll get into it next time. I'm excited. I'm really excited to listen to Gorillas. I uh, yeah, that's great. Gorillas and Supertramp. Yeah, I'll just say one thing. It has like so many features. Okay. And it's awesome. All right. Is Osuna on there? No, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey Andrew, for being our first guest on Feeling Content, I uh, I feel like it was an honor to have to have you join and yeah, thank you to talk about something yeah. that was just completely off the wall for us it was a lot of fun yeah no i think this is awesome thanks for having me on yeah i had a blast and uh this is a little bit of a longer episode so thank you listener for sticking around um i know i had fun i hope you had fun too and we'll see you next time ciao 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 ciao